Hello, I'd like to welcome you back to our series on the names and attributes of God. Uh, today we're going to do a double lesson. We're going to look at lessons three and four. Um, there's not a ton of information in lesson three, um, and, and so I want to get through that one, and I think there's going to be plenty of time, and I like the way that the two go together. Um, I, and it, I guess especially for the journaling aspect of these I I think that they fit nicely so uh, I want to open up with a word of prayer and then we're going to get into the content uh, talk about some new names and attributes of our wonderful and glorious God so Heavenly Father right now in the name of Jesus we come before you and we thank you Lord God that we have uh, just this even small amount of time to come together and to study who you are Father we thank you that you are the God Uh, that that it's just always with us. Father, we know that uh, no matter where we find ourselves, no matter um, what life throws at us, that you are with us and that you're walking beside us and holding our hand and and setting the path straight before us. Father, we praise you because uh, even as we talk today, Lord God, about how you work in our lives, we know, Lord God, that no matter what it is that we walk through, no matter how hot the fire is, you are there. There's another in the fire, Lord God, and that's you. We thank you, Lord God, and and we count the trials that we walk through, we count the tests that we walk through as all joy, as your scripture instructs, because we know this, that the result of the fire, the result of the trial, is a stronger relationship with you alone. Father, that's our goal as we come together to study who you are and to see how you work in our lives is to come closer and closer to you. We give you thanks in the name of Jesus. All God's children said, amen. Uh, so we're going, we want to begin here in lesson three and, and we want to talk about the name of God that means the Lord our banner. And I won't spoil the Hebrew for you just yet. Uh, if you know that name, then good for you. I'm, I'm proud of you. Um, but it's okay if you don't. But I want to start with three times that we can raise a banner. Okay? Uh, it's important for us to know as we look at this name of God that there are three major times that we would raise a banner. We would raise a banner in praise, raise a banner in victory, and raise a banner in surrender. Okay, uh, to break those down, when you raise a banner in praise, and some churches practice this, uh, others do not, but uh, in, in, in my personal experience, it is not a foreign thing to see flags raised in a church um, to, to praise God. And I... I could take you down a completely different road right now um, to get into worship styles, worship techniques, uh, as according to scripture, but I I don't want to really dig into that. Just know that uh, raising a banner is a scriptural method of praising God, okay? Um, and, And so it's important to know that, you know, just because your church doesn't use flags for worship or just because your church does use flags for worship nobody's throwing stones um it's it's all for the love of the lord right so that's one time uh that we can raise a banner we can raise a banner in victory uh if you think about uh going to a sporting event sometimes um 
the, the team that is playing has a banner or a flag with their logo or their uh, team name on it. And if they score, someone will run across, um, you know, the, the in front of the audience with the flag. It, it shows the victory. And then at other times, um, you might raise a banner to surrender. In this case, we often think of raising a white flag, right? The, the, the truce flag. Here, I surrender. I'm done. Okay? Um, th- those are three times that a banner is frequently raised. Well, but why should we raise a banner? Why should, why should a banner ever be raised for any reason? There's two reasons that I want to give this to you. I, I want you to know that it's important to raise a banner sometimes to make a public proclamation, okay? Um, so, we here in our house have an American flag that hangs on our front porch. Obviously, uh, living here in the United States, we, we take a little bit of pride in our country, and we hang that flag to say... That, that we honor this land, we honor those who have fought for our freedom, and we stand up to, to recognize that freedom wasn't free. And, and we want to take the time to put it on display for our neighbors to see that I'm proud to be an American because this country was, was fought for. Somebody, uh, some, somebody lost a husband or, or a brother or a son so that we could be free, right? Um, so there's a public proclamation made in the raising of a banner. There's other kinds of flags that we can raise as well. Um, when, when my wife and I go out camping, I hang the American flag on one side of the camper and the appeal to heaven flag, which is a colonial flag, um, on the other side. And, and that's a proclamation of our history and where we've come from. Okay, um, so so public proclamation. When you hang a banner, when you raise a banner, you want people to know this is something I stand for. Okay, and, and it means something to you. And then that tells the people that see it, this, this is what I need to know about that person. Another reason to raise a banner is to give a public warning. Okay, my best example for, for giving a public warning, uh, if you've ever been to the beach, then you know that at each lifeguard tower, uh, there's a flag that's raised every day, and sometimes those flags change by the hour. Every flag, uh, depending on the uh, color and pattern on it, tells you whether or not you can go and get in the water. Uh, you know, if, if there's I don't actually know them all, but I, I, I think that the um, one with the red block in it means, you know, it's it's probably not a great idea, and maybe there's a black one that, you know, if the black one's out, you absolutely can't go in the water. Um, I don't go in the water much anyways because I don't swim well, so I don't pay that close of attention to the flags. Uh, but, but they give a public warning. They say, it's all clear or don't you dare get in that water, you will drown, okay? There's something to be said. Now, um, as I give you this name of God, I'm going to give you the scripture reference. I want you to go and 
seek this scripture reference on your own. I'm not going to read it to you. Uh, Jehovah Nisi is the name, the Lord, our banner. Okay. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a unique name of God because this shows that God wants to say something about us. If, if the Lord is a banner over us, what's he trying to, what's he trying to get across? If, if the Lord is our banner, the Lord, the banner over my life, it is, it, it, it is this that should be known. On the day that you received Jesus Christ, you, you said, you, you made that decision. You prayed that prayer. You said, Lord, come into my life. I want to serve you. I want to honor you. I, I want to be yours until the day that I die. The blood of Jesus Christ won the victory. The victory of your soul. The victory that says, this is my child. And so the Lord hangs a banner over your life to say the victory has been won. Devil, back off. There, the, 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 the power of sin, the power of death, all, all pieces, parts, foes, and, and, and hell, they've all been defeated because the victory has been won. Amen? And so the Lord is a banner. Jehovah Nisi is over our lives, right? The attribute that I've chosen to go with this name is the attribute of God's goodness. Because we, we consider the fact that Jesus Christ would lay down his life for us. Make that personal. Think about this for just a minute. Let this sink in. Jesus Christ laid down his life for me. Let that sink in. What's that tell you about the goodness of God? That tells you that, that the goodness of God outweighs anything that you've ever done. Amen? Because it, when, when you look at the Lord as a banner over your life, and you say, the victory's been won, the price has been paid, and here, here upon my heart is the name of Jesus, and that name of Jesus is, is a sign for the world to see that Jesus is Lord and that he is the Lord of my life. He is a banner over me. This, this is his name, Jehovah Nisi, banner. Okay, um, remember, I, like I told you at the beginning of this course, I can't force you to journal, but I want to encourage you to journal. And I want you to ask the Lord tonight, I want you to take out your journal and write this down. Lord, how have you raised a banner over my life? I can give you one solid answer. God's already raised his banner over your life. He's already Jehovah Nisi in your life. If you've already proclaimed Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you've prayed that prayer, you've entered into his presence Jehovah Nisi is already the banner over your life. But there's there's other ways and, and other aspects of your life that God has raised a banner. Okay? And and I want you to just come into his presence and ask him, Lord, 
how have you raised a banner over my life? Okay, and the scripture study I want to look at here comes from Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. And it says this, Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Why did I choose that scripture to go with this name, with this attribute? Jehovah Nisi, the banner. His attribute is his goodness. Amen. Be strong in the Lord. If you are strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, that's a reason to praise him. Amen. That's a reason to raise a banner in victory. And and here's here's something that's really cool. Um, When when I look at these uh, three times to raise a banner that we began with, I look at it this way. There's three times to raise a banner. There's praise, victory, and surrender. Well, I want to tell you this. When you raise a banner unto God to bring him praise, he has won the victory over your soul and you surrender unto him. Amen? And that's that's the beauty of these three times to raise a banner is it, it, it just pulls the relationship between man and God in, into this perfect little core of, of I praise him, he's victorious over me, and I surrender to him all of my days. Praise you, Lord God, for being a banner over us, for being Jehovah Nisi. You are good and you are awesome, Lord God. Thank you for raising your banner over us to be known, Lord God, as your children. Father, we thank you that that as your banner waves over our lives, that people can look and see that there's something different. And Father, when they wonder what it is, I pray in the name of Jesus that over each one of us, someone would see, have the eyes of the Spirit to see. It is the banner of the Lord. It is Jehovah Nisi who waves and rules over their life. That's what makes them different, Father. In the name of Jesus, would that banner wave tall and proud, Lord God. We thank you and give you praise in the name of Jesus. And I want to begin now in lesson four. This is God most high, okay? Uh, Maybe you can already see how these two go together so well, because if God is reigning his victory over us, then certainly he he is God most high. I want you to recall our first lesson. It was no other God before me. That came out of Exodus chapter 20 and verse 3. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Amen. What are some of the things that we say about God? Think about a couple before I give them away. What What are some of the things that we say about God? Do you have a pen and paper? Start writing some of them down. I'll give you a minute. Ready? These are the five that I put down. We say he's the name above all names. Amen? Especially in prayer services. We, we get real hyped up in the spirit and we say, Jesus is the name above every name. Jesus is the name above disease. Jesus is the name above sickness. Jesus is the name. Hallelujah. His Holy Spirit's coming upon me right now. He's the name above all names. That's only one of them. We say there's no greater God. There's no greater love. There's nothing 
greater. There's nothing stronger. That's number three that I wrote down. Nothing stronger than my God because he is a force with which to be reckoned. There's nothing more powerful. That's the fourth one that I wrote down. Nothing more powerful than my God because at the name of Jesus, mountains crumble. My God is the one that parted the sea that let me walk through. Amen. And my God is mighty over these things. That's the fifth one that I wrote down. He is mighty over all things. His name is God Most High. And coming from the book of Psalm, chapter 57 and verse 2. Again, look that one up. I don't want to read that to you at the moment. His name is El Elyon. That is God Most High. This name is so beautiful, okay? You're going to hear me say that a lot of names of God are beautiful. You just have to deal with it. This name gives us something unique, okay? Um, Every name of God that we're going to talk about in this course gives us something to hold on to, gives us something to think about, something to, to look deeper at. But this particular name of God designates our God as sovereign over the entire universe. Okay? This this in the Hebrew designates him as the absolute highest authority, the highest rank there can possibly be. El Elyon. It designates him as sovereign over the universe. If you want to spell it correctly, it is E-L space E-L-Y-O-N, El Elyon, okay? Um, As you consider God as sovereign over the universe, this is what I want to teach you real quick. We're going to step into Hebrew school. Anytime that uh, a Hebrew blessing is spoken, uh, so if, if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, you know that I always celebrate Uh, Hanukkah every year. We often celebrate um, several of the different Jewish feasts here in our house, Um, but I'm very public with Hanukkah. And each night as the candles are lit, there's a blessing to be recited, okay? And each night of Hanukkah, this is how the blessing begins. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the Universe. King of the universe. What is it? There, there, there's just something that takes a king and places him so much higher when you say king of the universe. A king of a country or 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 of you know territory or however it is. A, a king that we know as an earthly king might have some power, might have some authority, but nothing in comparison to that of God Most High, okay? Now, here's something that I I wanna bring you to. I wanna bring you to our scripture study before before I hand off the attribute that goes with this name. Scripture study for this lesson comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18. This is what it says, In everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. In everything give thanks. 
Why is that important when we study the name of Most High God? Okay, remember this. Remember, remember how I prayed at the, at the beginning of this course, or rather at the beginning of this lesson. I prayed, thank you, Lord, for being with us through our trials. Thank you, Lord, that we can count our trials and our tests as all joy because you're there, right? That, that, that's, that's oftentimes the way that I pray because, because I want to I be able to look at life through the lens of Scripture. And in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, if we give thanks in everything as is God's will for us in Christ Jesus... That means, God, I'm going to give you thanks in the deepest, darkest valley. God, I'm going to give you thanks on the mountaintop. God, I'm going to give you thanks in the storm. I'm going to give you thanks in the eye of a hurricane. It doesn't matter where I'm at. It doesn't matter what I'm walking through. It doesn't matter if I'm in the fire or if I'm in the flood or if I'm on a sandy beach. God, I'm going to give you thanks. All right, this, this is God's will for us in Christ Jesus that we would give thanks in all things. Why? Because if we give thanks in all things, even when the floods have come up so high that you feel like you are about 30 seconds from drowning and you say, but God... What happens in that moment? It, it's, it's, it's as if everything will begin to subside because you called on the name of God Most High. You've called on the name of El Elyon. And he comes into that situation. And, and, and remember this. This is the same God that we serve today. The same God that parted the sea to let his people cross through. All right, and when his people made it across, what did he do? He closed the sea so that the enemy could not come after them. That's our God. This is the attribute that goes with the name El Elyon. He is God Most High, and the attribute is his immutability. This means that he never changes. Scripture tells us that he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And if we truly believe that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, then we know this, that if God would part the sea and let the Israelites cross on dry land, then when we come up against something, he has a plan to part our sea, to lead us out of Egypt. Hallelujah. He's going to see us through. He's going to take us by the hand and lead us across. He's going to get us to where we need to go. It might feel like it takes 40 years, but all along the way, there's going to be heaven raining down manna. There's going to be quail coming from the sky. God will provide every step of the way. That's a different lesson, but I'll let you know it now. He's going to take care of you. Amen. This is, this is, this is probably one of the most powerful names of God there is, of course, because it's God most high. So whatever you're facing today, whatever you're walking through, whatever it is, God is greater 
God is 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 above all of it. He's stronger, more powerful. Amen. I want you to reflect on this uh, right right now. We we talked about the scripture study. I explained this to you, but I, I want to take a moment of reflection and 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 say this. How can you better understand 1 Thessalonians 5.18 knowing that he is God most high? Okay, I, I shared it with you from my perspective. I can better understand this instruction that, that God's will is that I should give thanks in everything because he's always with me, because he'll see me through no matter what it is, because he is most high. But, but I want you to answer this personally, okay? This, this, this isn't, per se, a journaling exercise. But I, I just want you to take a moment. I'm, I'm going to let the music play. I want you to take the next three minutes and reflect on this. How can you better understand 1 Thessalonians 5.18, knowing that he is God most high? In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Take the next three minutes and develop your answer.
God is good, amen. He is most high, and he never changes. The journaling exercise that I want to leave you with uh, for God most high, uh, El Leon. I want you to ask the Lord today this question, and maybe you'll feel like you know the answer. Maybe, maybe you want to tell yourself that you don't need that you don't need to journal this question out. I'm going to encourage you, even if you think you know the answer, journal it anyway. This is the question that I want you to ask in your journal today. Lord, how do you work in my life as El Elyon? How do you work in my life as God Most High? Okay, so, so two journaling exercises. Do them at separate times. Make sure that you have adequate time to spend in his presence. Um, you know, for lesson three, ask him how he's raised a banner over your life. And for lesson four then, ask him how he's at work in your life as God Most High. Uh, you, you know, sometimes when we walk through things, we don't always see the, the whole picture. We don't always see the big picture. We sometimes just see what's going on in the here and now. And it, 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 it can be so difficult. It can be really hard on us. But God has a plan, and sometimes he's not going to reveal to you the fullness of this plan. But he might just he might just tell you something to give you that little bit of blessed hope, right? Something just to 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 give you that peace for the moment. And and sometimes peace for the moment is the most beautiful thing. So ask him that question in your journal um, and make sure that you do those journal entries uh, separately so that you have adequate time to spend with him. And uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing this course. I hope that you're gaining much from it. I hope that you're coming a little bit closer to God, maybe stepping into uh, some, some new territory and, and learning who God is and who he is in your life and how he works according to his names in your life. Let's go ahead and pray uh, to close this out. Father, we do thank you again for this time that we've had to come together and to study who you are. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of God most high, Lord, El Elyon, we come before you and we thank you, Lord, that, that we can sit and, and learn who you are that we can reflect and see how you've touched our lives based upon your names, your attributes. We thank you, Lord God, for never changing. We thank you, Father, that that the same God who was willing to part the sea is willing to part the sea and lead us out of whatever our Egypt may be. Father, you've heard uh, the cry of hearts today. Father, you know my heart. You know every person's heart that's going to partake in this lesson. And Father, I pray right now that your hand would be upon them. Father, that this course would empower them to to become confident in you, to become the the, the believer that you've asked them to be. Father, that, that we would enter into your presence on the daily, Lord God, to, to see who you are in this moment. Father, I thank you and I I look forward, Lord, to sharing more about who you are. And Father, I pray that, that you would give each one the courage to share with someone. Father, Right now, in the name of Jesus, I I feel in my spirit, Lord, that there's someone who wants to share 
with another person who God is, the names of God. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that this course would give that person the confidence, Lord God, the holy boldness it would take to be a witness for your kingdom. Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would outpour your boldness upon them. Lord God, that they would let the banner of Jehovah Nisi shine over them, Lord God, that that, that the people that they want to share with will know when they're coming toward them that something is different, that they have something and they got to get it. Father, in the name of Jesus, let it be. And Father, give them the words to speak. Give them, Lord God, the confidence, the encouragement in their spirit. Father, lead and guide and direct. And in the name of Jesus, we pray these things and ask your blessing until we meet again. And all God's children said, Amen. We'll meet back here in just a few days for lesson number five. I hope that you are enjoying this course and I hope that you're uh, applying it to your life and seeing how God is moving in your life and, and what God can do for you. If you have questions, you're free to wel- uh, free and welcome to reach out to me if you want to share journaling. Uh, you know, Make sure that you're on the right track with that. Welcome to share it with me. I'm happy to go over it with you. Um, and, and, and certainly don't be afraid. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dream of judging anyone. Uh, we all start somewhere. And, and just the fact that you're willing to start here, I'm, I want you to know that you're listening to this, and I'm proud of you for listening to this. I'm, I'm proud of you for taking that next step, saying, I want to I come closer to God. I want to see who God is. I want to experience Him. God bless you. We'll meet you back here in a few days. Take care.